Welcome to First Generation Burden, a podcast dedicated to immigrants in the creative community. My name is Rich Tewitt, I'm your host. Today we have a great conversation with photographer, Forbes 30 Under 30 recipient and awesome human being, Mamadi Dumbuya. He's shot icons like Spike Lee, Lewis Hamilton, Tom Hanks, just to name a few. And he's coming to us by way of Guinea in West Africa. And let me tell you, he has an amazing story and I loved every second of it. We talk about when he first came to the States, when he first picked up a camera, how mentorship changed the course of his career, and also how he got his first big call. I think that's really important, especially for all of you that are just starting your own careers, and he's off to an amazing start. So without further ado, here's our conversation with Mamadi Dumbuya. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Hi. Hey, yo, so, okay, first off, you're a photographer. Yes. You are from Guinea, West yes. Africa. Yes. Uh, I am a huge fan of your work. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that you are. I was so stoked that you said yes to this. I would love to uh, start the conversation, and uh, if you could tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, where you're from, a little bit about your journey, and we can start there. My name is Mamadi Dumbuya. Um, by the way, Dumbuya is like a, you know, it's a big name. It's a common name. Not here, but, you know, back home it is. Yeah. So, just want to put that out there. Yeah. Uh, like the current president has a similar... That's yeah. right. Same exact name. Uh, yeah, we but different spelling. <laughs> yeah. No, we actually have the same exact name, like, literally. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, but, but doesn't he spell Mamadi with a Y? Uh, I think it's I, but... Uh, oh. I, I don't know why they changed it to Y, but it's I. So, I'm from Guinea, West Africa. Um, I think I came in the U.S. about, like, in 2012. So we're going to, like, t- almost 10 years, going to 10 years. Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, it's like, um, I don't know, I feel like my whole life is sort of, like, it's been me just, like, traveling around. Yeah. And for the future, that's also kind of what I'm looking forward to more. Of course. But it's like... Um, at the beginning of my life, so pretty much I, I've only spent like eight years like in my own like home. Mm-hmm. So I was born in Kankan, which is like the second capital. Mm-hmm. And I think um, not so long after we moved to like the like the first capital, which is Conakry. Um, but like my dad already been there, like he already had a house, but. I don't quite know what we're there, like, the time that I was born. Yeah. Um, but, you know, families back home, they like to travel, you know, just go where, like, there's more people to socialize. Yeah. They don't like being by themselves. Um, so so eventually I went back to Conakry, and then I was there for a little bit. I went to school. I was trying, I guess. And, you know, my dad being, like, someone who was already here, um, I think he came here around, like, 1995, 96, like, a year or two before I was born. Okay. Um, so, um, so yeah, he, I, like, I would have been here for a little while. And I don't know, I felt like every time he would come back every, like, six months. Yeah. He would just, uh, just trying to see, like, my school situation and everything. How old um, were you when you came here? Here, uh, yeah. I was like 15. Okay. Uh, but I was gonna get to that. I'm trying to like <laughs> just oh, on the again, linear journey. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, so uh, yeah. Eventually, like he was doing, like he would do the back and forth trip to like you know from the U.S. to you know Guinea, Cancun, Conakry, yeah. or whatnot. Um, and he would just look at my school situation, and eventually he just realized that he felt like I wasn't learning anything. So yeah. you know he was like, yo. Um, let's bring him to uh, Africa, which is like a neighbor country. 
Um, so I was eight years old around then, like seven turning eight. Then, so that was my first like flight that I took Whoa. from back home to. I was sent by myself actually. Like, like my dad put some money in my sock. <laughs> it was really <laughs> crazy. It was like once you get there, like meet this person, give him this. Well, well, so okay, so I'm just tracking here. So you were living in Conakry. Yes. And then your dad puts gives you money yeah. puts money in your socks yeah. and then says go to America no 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 oh, oh okay. I say um uh Africa's Africa's which is like a border country oh okay okay um, okay so but, but we, leaving home yes essentially with like without my parents without my mom without my dad um why but, to essentially go to try for a better school okay um did you have folks there did you have well, Family? technically, yes. We had, we had like, uh, I felt like my dad had some relatives, like, from his dad. So he had that, like, father connection sure, from, like, those sure. people. So I barely knew anybody, and my mom also don't know too many of those people. Yeah. But eventually, he just felt like it was a welcome home where, you know, I should be, you know, and there would probably be a better school for me to just, you know, learn and, you know, essentially, the, you know, I had to go there and just, you know, try to figure out. You know how that's gonna go, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, it was kind of nice. I don't know. It was uh, there was the highs and lows. You know, like being in somebody else's, like somebody else's home. You know, with like yeah, you know, by, like being back home in Africa is like it's like it's not. There's no like personal space. It's like a lot of people in the house. So it's like where I was at. It was probably like like a good like 20 people really interacting and oh, like big family yeah like just really interacting in like four or five or six room maximum so it's like everybody else is just like we all together you know we eat together yeah know, that's like, like the philippines actually <laughs> that's like how it is like you know in, in the pi it's a lot of people a lot of family right. a lot of community yeah and not a lot of personal space nope and it's hot yeah it is hot all the time um but yeah, so so I stayed there for a little while. Uh, I felt like I spent another eight years there. Yeah. Um, so essentially just going to school, which is cool. Like, you know, uh, I learned French. What did you your know. dad do? Um, what does your so dad do? He sort of rotated jobs like a few. I think his very first job, like around when I was born, he was like, a, which is funny to say, but he was working for um, a Bangladesh store owner in New Jersey. That was selling um, pretty much hats, like new era hats. Oh yeah, you know, okay. like back in the '90s and stuff. Yeah, and it was really selling. At least he was saying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess it was working for him. Um, that's actually like a long story. Oh, so that's why. Oh, that's that. That was the reason for the trips back and forth. Yeah. Um, but he would like, you know, he wouldn't get a lot of time like coming. So it's like, essentially, he's working like. As a store owner, but not really the owner, because the owner would just be like doing like trips, like other stuff. Like he really trusted him and stuff like that. Yeah. So whenever he's back, like for a little while, then you know he would have an opportunity to like come back home. Yeah. And you know see us or why not. Yeah. Um, and and your pops would take care of the family back home. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so my mom doesn't have like um, how do I say? It? She doesn't have a visa. She doesn't. She never been to the U.S. So yeah. she's always like being, you know. Africa, you know, that's yeah. just what it is. So. Oh, so, and she's, yeah, so like, uh, she's back home in Guinea? Yes. Gotcha. Um, is so your pop you know. still kind of go back and forth? Is your pop yes, still out here? Still, I mean, he's there right now. He's been actually there for over six months, but, you know. So, but reasons for that is because um, he's just not really working right now. Um, but essentially, he went from, like, you know, working for somebody for a little while, then owning his, like, own cell phone store. 
um, in the Bronx, where yeah. like that's around the time that I came, like yeah. here, uh, like during high school. So when I came, I felt like I was. So when I came to the U.S., I was like, I would say I was like, like 12 grade, like 10 grade, like equivalent. Okay. And they were like, oh, you don't speak no English, you know, you gotta do this. <laughs> da, 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 da. So, what, what year was this when you came here? This was 2012. Like, 2012. Yeah, around like, I would say like uh, September, October. Okay. Um, and then, so it was like immediately, like, um, the person, I mean, they put me in, um, tried to put me in a school, which the first, like, at least the best option at the time was like a, how do I call like a ESL school, like a, like a, um, it's sort of like those school where like it's international school where like yeah. there's a lot of like you know yeah, yeah. folks just like in any other languages but English, just all together. Is it the first language? Exactly. Yeah, I hear you. I think they call it like ESL, whatever it is. Um, so I did that for a year. That was actually crazy. Like I felt like. Uh, I was just like every single day there would be like four or five fights. It's like oh, you're really? the way you look at me right now. I'm like, oh my what God. are you thinking? Like, <laughs> are you cursing at me? I don't understand what you're saying. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight as soon as this class is over. So <laughs> that's literally how it was. Yo, <laughs> I've, I've, every single day is like in all the episodes fighting? of this podcast, I've never heard that before. That's so, yeah, that's wild. It's like yeah, it's like <laughs> he's Hispanic. He probably speak like I don't know like Creole or something. And he's looking. <laughs> you're like what's going on all right bet i will oh, see you after <laughs> um in terms of the international community there like how many countries would be like around you at any given time you know what i mean i know um, it's so diverse it's yeah out there it's, regardless i don't know i felt like around the time i was there i can't really like lie but to give you like an at least an estimate it would be like 30. Wow. like there would be a lot of flag up like yeah so, a lot of flags yeah yeah, um, that makes sense. I don't know. Lunch, lunch time was also really crazy. So it's like you would just <laughs> see everybody separated in their little groups. Yeah. And it's like you got to find someone who, like, you know, speak the language that you speak and then try to, like, you know, Was there Was integrate. there a Ghanaian population? I mean, yeah. So it's like, for me, it's like essentially, so when I went to Africa, it's like I learned French. Yeah. So there was a little French, like, community. So I was like, not like French people per se. But right. Like but French, French speakers. Sp yes. French, like, speaking countries and, like, West Africa, sort of. So we were like Senegal, like, you know, Ivory Coast, Mali, you know, like even some Ghanaian people like who speak French. So it's like, you know, it really depends. I'm so curious to hear like your, the journey to how you got to your style. Cause I look at your work and like so colorful, so energetic, but also I think you're, you really capture these moments of your subjects where there's a level of, um, it's it, it's not vulnerability. It's like capturing them in their moment of either strength or vulnerability, but kind of giving them power. Right. Like where, how did you get into photography? Um, I don't know. For me, it's just like, uh, I, as my mom would say, it's like you know, like nobody in our family is doing this. Like why you, you know, you bothering yourself doing this when you could just like be driving a cab or something, yeah, and making like much more money or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if you'd be making much more money driving I, a cab, but you know, but it's consistent. They're like, yeah, that's the consistent money. It's like oh, you know, you never broke. Yeah, yeah. You know, nothing. No, there's no up and down. People are always <laughs> commuting, so it's like take that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but essentially, I feel like um, I think I started 
uh, it was just more like a curiosity thing. So it's like yeah. you know, being a, like a young kid in just in America, sort of like everything yeah. was just like a curiosity thing. It's like yeah. you know, you see skyscrapers, you're like, ooh, like what's that? You know, you see like just different races, like ooh, like I never seen this people before. I never seen that kind of person before. Yeah, or like you would just be just like socializing, just like the cab, like thing. It's just like. I don't know. It could just be like how perfect, like it's not perfect per se. Like after being here for like 10 years, like the road is like trash. But, uh, you know, it's like when you first come, you're like, oh, like this is much, like so much better than my, like my country. It's like, there's no like, yeah, you're just going like, you know. It's not, it's not a dirt road situation. Right. So it's like, you know, it just, it feels slightly better. And, you know, I just really like that. That's really funny. Yeah, um, I just really like that like sense of like just wandering and just like being able to like just wander for hours, yeah. not really knowing what I want. What was your first camera? Um, uh, and also, I, were you doing it in Guinea or not? It was no, no. So like photography, like purely just started here. Really? Um, yes. I mean, the only like connection I had like to photos that I had would be like, um, so my dad because he liked traveling back and forth a lot. So like, I don't know for like um document reason or like just um i don't know just the fact that like he just wanted to like have photos of us like at the beginning so like whenever he would come back like he would take like me and a few people or just like our family member but at the time it was just like me so i was the first kid so like yeah you know he would just take me out we take photos together so it was like he had someone that would just take all of his photos so i don't know but that didn't like strike me any like like at any point it was just like you know I don't know, I just got here and it's just like photography was like, uh, let me just try this and it just happened, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, for me, it's just like, um, essentially it's like my first two years of high school, which was like my first two years here. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, um, I felt like I was just, just working per se. So it's like, um, my dad had a, like I said, he had a cell phone store mm-hmm. um, after leaving the, um, how do I say the the hat or whatnot? Yeah. Um, Where were you so, living at the time? So at the time we were in uh, in Broadway, 152nd. Okay. Um, Manhattan, somewhere like. But, oh, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Hudson River or something like that. Okay. Uh, okay. It's kind of nice. I was like, nice I don't need area. the address. Just like the neighborhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of a nice area, but it's like it's also it's like I don't know. It's not per se community that I wanted at the time I guess for um, sure but it was cool because um, I wasn't there for long anyway um, so yeah my first two years it was like you know when you first come it's like oh you don't really have like you don't speak English so it's like yeah. you get a program that will give you a program I, at least my dad would give me a program so it's like you leave the house you go to school you get up at 252 and then you come down you take the train like we've done this commute two, two three times yeah so it's like uh he kind of knows like how long it should take even if there's, <laughs> there's delays yeah so even like you know you get up you take the one train you take the four yeah. to the this that's the a this. real dad shit exactly right there. and then you get to the store exactly around this time yeah so it's like if i'm 30 minutes late there's a problem yes yeah, uh so <laughs> the like, oh, uh mamadi's fucking up right now it's like yeah where are you like what are you doing <laughs> um but yeah, so it was like the first two years it was sort of like that, um, and then I, essentially like after that, <coughs> like my third year, um, he gave me like a like a Motorola sort of phone, which was like my first phone. I was I was yeah. at the time, um, and then um, thank you, uh, and then I think what I'm recalling is like uh, there was this winter where um, I felt like I was coming back from 
um, school obviously and I mm -hmm. took the one train mm -hmm. and I feel like it would like at the time I didn't know about like trains now like I guess uh, like stopping at every single stop like all the time. Yeah. So it was like, you know, this train took me all the way back to like, you know, like White Plains, all the way back to the Bronx, Bronx. I was like, yeah. where am I? So it's like, by the time I figured it out to like get back home, I feel like um, to get back to the store, I think I got off at like around 170. Yeah. And then from, if you know the Bronx, like from 170, so like 167, it's not just three blocks. It's yeah. literally like a good 15, like, That's a like lot. 15, 20 That's blocks. a long walk. It's really long. Um, so it's like, and it was like, it was snowing and all that. So I think I dropped Shit. the phone or whatnot. Okay. Um, then I got to the store and I was trying to explain something. I'm like, oh, wow, I couldn't see the phone or like nothing. Yeah. Um, so he just got pissed on me after that. It was just like, <laughs> although he had a cell phone, so it was like, this is the only and the last one that you get. So like, <laughs> and that was the only last one that I ever got from him. So it was like, uh. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was kind of like my first two years. And then uh, after that, like the third year, it was just like, like I would come to the store. Like I was like obviously working for him and all that, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like a mandatory work. It was just so like, yeah. like I didn't have a plan. I didn't know where to go. So it was just like, like come here, to like don't go hang out with these people. Sure. Start doing this or start doing that. Sure, sure. So just, you know, be here with me. Wow, and strict like, parents. Out and all. Yeah, it was sort of like that. Uh, so yeah, like uh, I run like my third year, felt like I sort of like, you know, sort of being out a little bit, like, you know, just hanging out with friends yeah. and like doing things. Third year high school is like really like that for me, that was when I started like actually living a social life. <laughs> like before that, it was like stay home all the time. Right. Your parents like where the where the hell are you? Do this thing. Make sure that you're like sticking to the schedule. Right. Then third year is when I just started like just running wild and just, you know, I was just absent way more often. Right, because you know, it's like uh, I just want to live life. Yeah, it's, it's like kind of fun. It's like I was listening to lies. Like you know, let me get in trouble a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so wait, when did so when did you um, start? Photography. Yeah, photography. Right? Yeah. Uh, so essentially, like uh, my third year was like you know just me like just going about trying to figure out things and you know just walking around a lot. I felt like I spent like. A lot of those, like, afternoon, just after school, just going around, walking around, just seeing New York City in general. Um, and at the time, I, like, I didn't have a phone in it anymore. So it was just like, you know, I was just, like, I guess taking it in. Oh, and wow. then okay. um, my last year of high school, um, um, I recall, like, a friend of mine um, told me about the, the program NYC Salt, yeah. which um, I ended up applying to. And What was the name of the program? A NYC Salt. NYC Salt. Yes. Okay. So it's essentially like um, it's an after-school program for um, it's for low-income kids, but it's like everybody's like you know sort of work on, but you know for like most of the time they sort of look for you know. Oh wow! You know, kids yeah. Who will probably not have access to like cameras and stuff like that. Um, this is so, dope. I'm looking at it right. This is so cool. Yeah, it's only dope, but it's only for high school students. So it's no. Gotcha. You know, any, any high schoolers are really into photography. Right. You know, that would be something. So give, like, yeah, give on. them the intro. Give them the give them the tools. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's like you know they have like teachers like you know every week or so so like you know critical work you know they yeah. might give assignments and stuff like that. But you you do really get like gear like throughout the whole program to like really you know just work on whatever you want to work on. Yeah. Um, so when did you start like? doing it because i mean 
you're so young. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Right. Yeah, like, when did you start doing it professionally? Because, like, I'm looking at your work right now. This is the work of, like, a seasoned pro right. who with, like, a point of view. Right. Am I going too slow? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, if anything, no, I'm just fascinated at, like, the, uh, the, the, the speed of your progress. It's, like, it's very much, um, you know, it's, it's quite remarkable because, you know, I'm looking at your work and you've photographed um, Spike Lee, Chance right. the Rapper, Lewis right. Hamilton, right. Uh, Chimamanda Ngozi Ndichie. Like, she's yeah. amazing. You know, I, I've enjoyed a lot of her work, too. Yeah. Like, and her books are, like, it's a, it's a beautiful amazing. speed read. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And you did Brian, uh, Brian Tyree. Like, what? when did you start having a point of view? And also, what was your first big call? Like, what was your first big call? Um... I think my very, like, my big call was, uh, it would probably be, so it's like, so I was only part of, like, NYC Salt for um, only a year. Yeah. And I think their year program only lasts, like, about six, around six to seven months. Okay. It's pretty much like a school year. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, whenever you go to school, after school, you go there. And in the summertime, it's like, you know, you sort of, like, get to enjoy your summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Live your life. So, exactly. Um, so it's like, so after that school year, you know, I was like, uh, you know, I would, I would just be at the program and whatnot and, you know, um, then hoping get in my first job, technically, yeah, which was working at uh, Juice Farmer. Juice Farmer is like a is an ad agency that do pharmaceutical work, you know, like okay. commercials and stuff like that. Um, it was actually, you know, was like I really like and, that and job. the program like put you in there or they gave you the so the it was more it was more like so it's like they're sort of connected so it's like not really connected it's like two different like things sure but uh juice farmer is like a like i said it's an ad agency but there was uh a mentor uh his name is michael kaminsky he was part of beat on um, juice farmer but then he's also like a mentor at um nyc salt so yeah he became my mentor yes and luckily for me you know he just had that a job opportunity for me to work at a studio oh wow. Wow. And I was, you know, like, oh, you know, why yeah. not? Like, I, I want to get in the studio and yeah. see what happens. But I'm sure he saw the promise. He saw, like, the the work ethic that you were putting I'm, in. I'm assuming, I hope, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> he, I mean, it's not like everybody got, like, offered that job. Yeah, it so. sounds like it was a pretty special thing. Yeah, I mean, sort of, you know. Um, I think it was cool. It was really cool. I really liked the job. Um, I like working with um, Michael. He's a really good um, mentor. He still is, sort of. Yeah. Um, my mentor. He is my mentor. That's what's up. Um, Shout out to Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so essentially, um, my first job, I was a studio manager at a, um, you know, at a commercial, you know, agency, you know, space. It was like, you know, every day I had something to do. It was just like, you know, yeah. oh, we setting up the studio for like, you know, a few shots for like this commercial. Yes. Oh, we're doing this. Yeah. So being a studio manager is like, yeah. you know, you gotta help like set up the lights. You gotta break down the right, lights and right, all that right. stuff. So a lot of operational stuff. Exactly. So it's like, you know. So I was doing a lot of, like, just working with lights, essentially. Um, and it was just like, you know, they were obviously, like, being at any job, you might have, like, some free time. And just being someone who just had to be in the studio, I was like, yeah. let me bring a few friends and just, you know, take a few pictures and whatnot. Oh, and then, yeah. so that's sort of how I started. Like, I was working there, but, like, on my, like, downtime where there was, like, no commercials or there wasn't, like, too much requiring, like, from me. 
Then I would just have a friend or two just come, you know, we just and you shoot. Know, hang out. Exactly, shoot. You know, just create, just try to create without like no boundary, without like just you know no one like telling you yeah. like what to really do. There's no direction. It's just having fun. Yeah, just having fun. Comfortable with. Yeah, yeah. Um, so essentially, that's sort of like my beginning of like being in the studio. Really? Um, okay. And, and you have access to all the gels. Have access to all the lights. So this was thing. before. I felt like this was like. This was like so. I'm just about to like start getting into jail just about now. Yeah, like the way the story is going. Um, so it's like, um, so essentially, I, yeah, I was just having fun and then I felt like like halfway through the job because it was like it was supposed to be like a six month actually, um, like internship, mm-hmm. and then it turned into a, not like a part time job you would say, but more like a full time thing because I was there for like a whole year. Yeah, like I guess that really like like my my presence you would say um and then so it's like throughout that year like i feel like the last like six months that i had i was just like i was trying to work like on a project yeah um and this was all throughout like i was in high school so like this is my high, like my last year of high school uh so essentially i had this project in mind which was like i'm not gonna get too in depth with it but um it's essentially a project about um just me and a few, well, I felt like I haven't really like communicated my part, but uh, <laughs> but it's um, it's a project about just like you know just seeing like not necessarily like the progress, but like the change in like you know uh, how I'm not gonna globalize it, but more like you know just where just the western part of africa just like you know you would say from like our side yeah you know of people who just come to the u.s and you know just like you know how they're like oh. you know they have all this culture and just like yeah. all these like oh, like you know, what's the immigrant experience like of west africans coming to the united states is that what it's about yeah sort of but for me i was like i felt like i was just like sort of more focalized on like the change and like you know, like the attitude, the the mm. just the the like the the things that you're doing, you know, um, that you probably probably like maybe wasn't into like back then or or couldn't even be into it like if you was there, you know, like you know the way the clothes change, you're just like you know, oh. sort of like the that's cool abandoning your, your culture a little bit. Oh, you know what I mean? The, the, uh, was it a thesis or like um, a study or like a series? What was it? Did it have a It name? wasn't no study for me. It was just like uh, my study was based off the people that I did photograph. Yeah. And, you know, there was a few, you know, there was an Ivorian. There was a, I think there was a Malian. There was a Senegalian. Okay. Um, and maybe even from Guinea. So it's like those are all Western countries. So that's why I said that. Um, but essentially, like I went to school with all of those people and they're all my friends. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I sort of know a little parts of like their story yeah so essentially that's why i had to bring him in the studio to actually get the full story it's just like you know you know how their upbringing uh, upbringing was about and yeah. how they got here pretty much you know yeah um but so so you're capturing images of your friends and yeah. all your homies yeah how does that get into the new york times how does the new york times so find you? yeah i'm not too far from there i'm getting there right no. now uh, <laughs> i'm enjoying the walk up though this is fascinating right right i'm really like i felt like i'm not great i'm trying to derive a little bit from the story because i'm like dude you're killing um, it this is awesome but um i feel like i'm not really great i like um um 
public speaking or just <laughs> standing in public and just saying anything in general. You know, it's like, you know, even if I'm getting it like awarded, it's just more like, okay, give it to me. Thank you, thank you. And I'm like, right back. Like, I don't want to make this speech long or anything like that. So I, I just felt like it's like sometimes there's a little bit of like uh, just nerves, I guess. But I'm trying to work at it. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting slowly better. It's like, I'm not trying to be like so much in my mind. Just no, not at all. Just more in the present. This is awesome. Um, you're pres- done, you're like, present as hell. What are you talking I about? I done a couple, but it's like, there's only like three people. So it's like, if there was more like 10, it would be like, ah, I'm looking at a lot of people. <laughs> uh, so there's less pressure. So it's kind of like, okay. That's good. Um, oh, yeah. No, you were saying, so your your photos of you and your homies. Right. Um, so essentially, um, still in high school, um, did this project. It wasn't a lot of people. I think it was like four people in general, five. Yeah. Uh, I think it was six total, but only four made it because, you know, you just got to like make selects or whatnot. Um, but essentially, um, I can't really get in depth with the stories, but you know, essentially sat down with all, each of those people, you know, pretty much for me, it was just more about the story than the photo itself. Yeah. So I was spending like an hour or so, just them talking and me explaining, just like you and I are right now. Yeah. But before they got there, like the lights was set up, everything was set up. It was just like having a stool, we're chilling, you know, you maybe just having a drink or whatnot. You know, I'm having a drink. We're just, you know, genuinely just having a talk. And then once you get to that stage where, like, you know, you say, like, the story is getting, like, juicier, you know, just more interesting, you know. Right. I'll be, like, right there. It's, like, maybe where it gets a little more emotion, and maybe that's what I was looking for. Yeah, then it's know. more like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It was just more like, yo, can I just take one picture right now? It wasn't a lot of pictures. I oh, feel like all of those people were, like, interesting. it's probably less than 30 photos that I took for everybody. Oh, wow. Um, it was okay. very, very minimal. It was just more like I wanted the story, just really understand it, and just have that one photo to sort of, like, tell out the story, you know. Yeah. Just like, you know, copy in general. Um, so, yeah. Um, but before that, it's like when I was in the program, I felt like I was really into like architecture. Like, I really like architecture. Yeah. I like street photography. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if you can notice that in my work, but like, um, I'm trying to incorporate as much as I can. Uh, I mean, the, I feel like I haven't, have, like, I haven't had a, like, a, enough opportunities to like showcase like that kind of work yet. But, you know, eventually, like, hopefully in the future, it's going to come. Um, but it's like, you know, I was really doing like a lot of street photography, just like being outside in a moment, in, like in a moment and just seeing things. Um, so, uh, so the end of the year, the program, NYC saw they have a gallery show they do. Yeah. And, and um, at the gallery show, which is my first and my only gallery show, I would say. Um, Not the last though, I'm sure. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Oh, hopefully not. Yeah. Hopefully not. No, it's not the last. Let's not jinx it. Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was my very first gallery show. It was like a group, you know, gallery show, obviously, of like all the kids and all the students and stuff. Um, so luckily for me, or for everybody, um, Kathy Ryan, who's the director of photography at the New York Times, yeah, ended up being, you know, one of the, you know, guest people who came to oh, see the show. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, and... I guess I had these like four stunning portraits, you know, of, of, of you your know. friends. Yeah, of my very first like, you know, jail work, like my very first jail work. Um, 
and I don't know. Um, I so I actually got into like the I got I it wasn't like an altercation, but I wasn't really happy about like before the show because I was like, oh, I got all these streets of like street stuff, like amazing, like you know, outside, like you know, landscape and all that stuff. They're like, uh, all of that is great, but we just want to showcase these four. And I was like, why? Yes. Like, I feel like I like I I sort of didn't understand it then, but wow. um, but I was just like, uh, okay, you know, I just got okay with it. I had photos in there. I was happy with that. Yeah. Um, so essentially, yeah. So you know, there was a lot of people at the show, and Kathy Ryan ended up being there, and she just you know, came she, by. What was her first commission from you? Um, my her first commission was pretty much like after our talk. So you know, like everybody else, she came, shake my hand. Yeah. You know, we just had a high little moment thing. You know, she just, you know, gave me a few comments about my work. And then she just kept going. And the very next day, she uh, sent me an email um, about uh, me going to the New York Times. Yeah. Like, sure. Like, I would like to go and see, you know, the office and talk to you guys. So then I went to the office and then, you know, then, you know, that was my first, like, job opportunity right, right then and there. Yeah. And it was just more like, oh, uh, I saw at the time they had this uh, story that was, you know, soon about to run, which was um, just just commute, I guess. It was just, like, people traveling uh, for celebratory, like, sort of reasons, you know. Okay. Like, like, just say, like, sort of families gathering or sure. things like that. Sure, sure. Um, and it was close to, like, you know, Eid and maybe a Muslim. And they were like, oh, so, like, what do you really want to do? Like, you know, we are, you know, you could be, you could literally go anywhere um, because they had a few photographers who were, like, always already, like, going in, like, other countries. Yes. Um, so it was like, oh, you Oh, so you and, traveled like, on you your first shoot, too. Yes, it was my very first shoot. And that's it was like, yo, that's pretty special. It's like, that's really it's special. It's still one of my biggest shoots, yeah. Um, but it's like, so essentially, I was like, you know what, I haven't been back home. So at the time, I had not been back home for like five years. So I was like, oh, I want to go back home. Like, why not? You know, yeah. I want to go see family. And I feel like it would be cool to kind of like get some stories like from that. Um, so essentially, I was like, yeah, cool. You know, like, you know, we'll figure out as soon as you get there, you know, like this is the plan, you know. You got to figure out like, you know, it wasn't like, you know, how the New York Times is. Like, they don't want to like... Um, how do I say um, just like fake anything yeah it's like they really want to like Real the authentic. authentic story so it's like you know like I got there I had to figure out like you know on the spot like you know ask families and like you know friends around like who was traveling for what reason and where they were going yeah and a lot of like it's, it sounds like what you were doing was journalistic in nature that was and I really I really like that I feel like I want to do more of that like storytelling like yeah. just, you know just figuring it out you know it's just like, do you like, like there's a curiosity there I, I wanted to ask you like in terms of like the research that you do because you've shot a lot of personalities but you've also shot a lot of journalistic stories it sounds like too yes do, but do you do you like to do the research background on on your subject before or do you like the cap is it really happening in the moment like what's your level of preparation is what i'm asking it really it really depends on like what the story is yeah. so i would say for most of my work which is editorial and um 
well, okay, to just say, oh, I would say for the New York Times, for most people who don't know, um, uh, I'm not like a, I don't like work at the New York Times, but I'm right. like a contributor. Like of course, I, yeah. You know, I, no, um, I've, I've also, I have the same relationship with the New York Times, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, right. one of my first commissions was doing um, spot illustrations for the book of you, right. like 15, 16 years ago. And like, you know, I've done stuff like the op-ed, I've done stuff for, you know, like other sections, like right. it's, yeah, like the, the freelance nature of working with the Times is very much your own call. Right. <laughs> Are you available? Right. Make sure you pick up the phone because if you're not there, someone may pick it up and, yeah. you know, an, uh, two hours later. Exactly. You may, you may lose it. Right, right. Um, I mean, the only cool thing about me is like, I guess I'm not like so much like job hunting from them, which is amazing. It's like, yeah, you know, they find this like specific session, like section of the magazine for me. Yes. Who, um, like I've been the one who's just been photographing there for like the last uh, going to four years now, almost like three years going to four years. Um, so it's like, so I would say for like the New York Times, like in terms of prepping, uh, I feel like I've gone better. Like I've gotten like, you know, there's like setups of like lightings of ideas of like things that I want to express. I, yeah. I feel like you know, as soon as I get to the studio, I could like get that done in like 30 minutes. Yeah. But. Uh, it depends. It's like if I know it's gonna be a bigger story, like it might be like um, maybe I don't. For for me, it's like um, so. It's like being from like back home. It's like I've not had like um, I would say a lot of time here for me to like. Uh, it's not so much that I don't appreciate these people. It's just so um, for me to like just build up that like oh um, of like starstruck of like you know yeah of me seeing them. For me, it's just like oh, yeah, it's like people, cool. people it's are like, just this people. is Kanye. Okay, people cool. are I people. Just, um, okay, y y you know? I think, but see, I think that that's you just touched on it. Like that's I think what separates the pros from the not pros okay. is like is the. Um, you're not starstruck. You just recognize that, like, like the biggest stars are just human beings. Right. You know that allows you to, you know, photograph someone like a Spike Lee, who exactly. who can be an intimidating personality. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. But you know, but he's very like he's I'm calm. sure he's chill. He's like, yeah. yeah. He's very welcoming. Um, yeah. I, I feel like for me, it's like if. I don't like know anything about you. Yes, I need to look you up. I need to know figure yeah. out like what do you do, what are you good at. That's what's up. You know, like you know the interaction and all that. But it's like if I know a little bit about you, I don't want to go in depth and like trying to figure out like how many awards you got and all that. Then I'm gonna be like, oh, yeah, exactly. He's like he's like the real deal. Like I don't want to like you know do anything this and that. For me, it's just like you know I just gotta do what I do all the time. You know, the New York Times is expecting me to provide some great images. Yes, and. For me, in my head, I'm looking to provide some great images. <laughs> so it's like, when I meet you, it's like, nice meeting you. <laughs> now let's get, you know, let's, let's get started. Like, let's get these great images. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a question for, um, uh, of the different shoots and the different personalities that you've had to, you know, you shoot, you've shot. Mm -hmm. um, wh who are some of the favorite people that you've captured? Okay. Uh, like top two. Uh, favorite? I would say, um, 
I think Spike Lee is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why. And that was is a cover. Like, that was a cover story. Yes. Uh, it was my very first like magazine cover. Yeah. Um, secondly, it was just like my very first time, I guess, like really interacting with a you know a you know a class celebrity. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and just really an seeing, icon. Like, yeah, Ivres. Yes. Yeah. Uh, legend. Uh, so essentially, it's like. I don't know. I just I wanted. Uh, sometimes it's just like you know, for Spike Lee, like you you know, you want to do a little prepping. You know, yeah. You gotta figure out like yeah. what you want to do. You want to think about shit do. first. Yeah. Uh, but for, I feel like for most of the time, it's Spike Lee. The reason why I was about to say is uh, because I, it's not like you know you're supposed to get gifts or like I shoots or whatnot. But you know, he was like you know mindful enough. He was like, oh. Yeah, you know, what size are you? We happen to be, you know, I guess close size. I don't know what size he is, and he was like, "Sure, I got a size nine, size nine and a half for you." He is that, and I was like, "Thank you." you oh know. wow! It wasn't like a crazy Jordan, but it was he, like he was giving was gifts nice, on his shoe. Yeah, yeah, that's but cool. But it was. I also felt like it was like a good interaction. I felt like I was like. Um, I was not, I, I mean, I am still lacking knowledge. Like, I feel like we do all, we all do like, like, like a little bit of knowledge. Right. Uh, so it's like being with them, it was just more like, it was just something about a lot of people. It's like, oh, do you know this brother? I'm like, uh, I don't really know him. Like, I'm here for this shoot. Like, I know a little bit about you. Yes. It was like, nah, you gotta know this. Like, he did die and die and die. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. And then we keep walking. He would show me like another picture of this person. He's like, you know who this sister is? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> So it was just like, oh, I'm like, damn, I need to do more, like, just, it's not even about him, it was just more, like, just in-depth story about just, like, us in general. Yes. Um, wow. But yeah, it was like, you know, it was really good, like, it was one of my, like, I would say simplest, but, like, just really good, like, it was a great shoot, and just, right. that just because, you know, I felt like the interaction was great. He was, like, welcoming enough. We were in his space. Yeah. So I felt like he like he didn't have too much to do. It was just, like, you know, relaxing whenever we were just, like, you know, changing in between sets or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and he was really good, you know. I want to call out something, uh, a recent honor of yours. You were a Forbes 30 under 30, right? Which is a pretty, yes. pretty big damn deal. Yes. Yeah. So I want to hear a little bit about. And I photographed it too. I was. I just was gonna go into that. Like, I want to hear about like what that call was like. Okay. And also like when when you heard the news, because I think that's nominated. Like that's not something that you put yourself up for, right? Mm, yeah. No. Yeah. So you're nominated. Like you, the industry, like your peers are get saying all these amazing things about you. Mm-hmm. But then you you shoot the entire class. You 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 put your own fingerprint on the entire look of the year. Right. What was that experience like? Uh, it was it was great I think uh, for me I felt like first of all it was like uh, boom ah, this is how it happened so I think the reached out and um, the first uh, wanted me to photograph it you know so you know that would give you like you know the basic logistic you know like oh we want you to do this and that yeah. such dates you know it might be so and so people or whatnot and I was like this is amazing you know what I mean yeah. um, and I really thought about it I was like you know because it's like for a little while well not for a little while for I would say the last seven seven years of me just like being in photography you know i've been doing it for myself like sort yeah. of like you know independent so it's like i had to call all the shots and i had to like make the right decision about you know you know what can i do and what is like too much for me to like do to just like you know just win like 
you know, I guess my career. Because sometimes you would do yeah. things for like money, just because like, oh, let me do that, let me just mess it up, right? And I just get paid and just move on to the next job. Like, you know, that don't really help. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I thought about it. I was like, it's an amazing opportunity. And anybody I told, they were like, yeah, like you gotta do this, like right now. Yeah. And then while we were in the talk of that, and they were like, you know. Like you deserve it. like to be uh, a thirty under thirty. I was like, ooh, oh, really? whoa, whoa. So it was the other way around. Yeah. So you were gonna shoot it originally. Yeah. And then, oh, wow. well, yeah, I was just supposed to like photograph just a few photos, um, or just uh, I think um, like That's a, crazy. a subject or two. Yeah. And then eventually it became a huge like, conversation. Yeah, it was like, yeah, like we didn't, you know. You're you're we, you're here. Yeah, we've been seeing you. Yeah, you know, uh, and I was like, yeah, that sounds great. So it all <laughs> yeah, went that together. Great. So that just kind of like gave me a motivation, or like motivation of just like me just going out there and just yeah, you know, just really like you know showing these people I could like you know I could do something. Damn, that's um, so cool. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of those work is like still like unseen because you know. You know, you gotta you gotta hide your work sometimes. Like if you if you're an artist and like all your work is already out there, like what are you working for right now? You know? Yeah. Like what do you got right now in reserve? So it's like for me, it's like I always try to like keep most of my work just to myself. I yeah. might be posting, but I probably only post the content that's already out. Yeah. So just sort of like keep it to that. So. How much know. work do you do that's for yourself versus for the job? You just kind of touched on it in terms of like you know you know money and stuff but like how many right. how many personal things are you doing right uh so i would say like at the beginning of my career like i was doing like obviously like i was doing like a lot of personal shoots like friends yeah working on projects you yeah know. that's how uh, everyone has to do it right because it's like you know there's not enough job and you know obviously like if you really love your craft like you want to do it all the time exactly yeah so um that's sort of what i was doing and then eventually it's like you know then like you know people start calling and then you start doing this job and then you feel like sort of like you know you need like you relying on these jobs to like so, sort of like call for you yeah for you to like progress and just like you know go on to the next step so uh so maybe you start thinking like oh like maybe this might maybe not waste my time like doing these things and that thing you know because if it don't turn out well then it's just like wasting your time yeah and then it's like it might just also mess up your name because it's not a great work or why not <laughs> uh, so you find yourself probably oh, yeah. like that, I, I feel I like that myself. piece is inevitable right <laughs> at, at a certain point like you're just you'll have a thing out there is like man that wasn't that good right <laughs> i right. thought it was good yeah um so like eventually like i found myself a lot just contemplating about like you know the work that i really do want to do yeah and just like i feel like i do like i plan a lot more like projects than i actually do them yeah which is like crazy it's like it's great because it's like i have these ideas about which i could slowly just like a little bit just touch on like on all these shoots yeah but none of those shoots are technically like the like the the right like shoot for the I like might be for the idea you know what I mean so like if I'm doing like a New York Times show it might just be like oh I'm seeing this celebrity for like you know maybe 30 minutes maybe an hour maybe like 45 minutes you know whatever it is that's the time I have but it's like if you're doing more of like a let's just say like a cover story or like you're doing like a like you know insta story like insta story where there's like more than one or two pages mm -hmm. you know it might just be like you have more time with that like um like that subject that subject that oh yeah because you have to get more coverage exactly yeah, yeah so get it's more just yeah. like you know maybe like my social location so it's like all of that might like entail like how much work or just how much like right you know work you're gonna get so it's like you know 
So I just try to think about, you know, how to maximize, you know, that time in the, sh in, like in the studio. And then, yeah, after that, it's like, you know, I feel like if I, you know, let's just say like if I, for example, let's just say I get a Vogue cover, you know what I mean? That might be more like, you know, more intricate than like what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. You know, they might be like, oh, we love some of the New York time, like what you're actually doing, so do some of that. But then give us more like abstract, like, you know, some like, you know, it doesn't matter if the person is in it or not, but just give us something. You something, know what I mean? yeah, like some architectural, something, exactly, yeah, environmental. And I'm actually great. I feel like uh, for like, uh, like the first year of like my New York Times, just like maybe I was getting like you know like oh do this do that we need this we need that yeah. But uh, I feel like for the last like three um, three years two years. Uh, I've not been getting no direction. It's just more. Oh, like, that's really cool. It's like you know, oh, it's like they're letting the your vision. Yeah, it's like this is a subject. You know, it's like um, you know, it's like I rarely also do find out. I rarely know about the clothes. So it's like most of the time I see the clothes whenever I see the person. Yes, yes. So it's like you know, then you know that means like I'm ready, set up, ready to go. Yeah. They come in, you know, make it work, and then you know we just gotta go. Yeah. So uh, how do you see your style evolving? Do you, like what's your what's the next few years looking like for you? Like, is there something that you want to start pushing that you haven't quite like done enough of yet? Yeah, um, I feel like right now it's not so much that like you know I'm limited. It's like you know I feel like every artist is sort of like constrained in some way. You yeah, know, we all gonna be like, oh, we don't have enough money to like do this and that and that. But it's like it is true. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like this is the idea. Um, uh, the ideal space for like a creative or just like a, any artist is like just like painters do like they have a studio you know where they work on their stuff that they yeah. paint all over so it should be for every artist just like photographers like we need like a space where like you know to work it out this is your home but it's like go to this space this is your location you got your work and go sort of like inspire you, you yeah know, get you in the mood and then use that space to just be able to create more work which is I mean I mean, that only happens once you get to, like, a certain, like, you know, stage where you're able to, like, you know, maybe pay two rents or something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, yeah, but you're like, a rep now. It's Sunday afternoon. Like, you right. can, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a functioning studio. You it can, is. It you is, can it just kind of exercise there. It is true, but it's, like, I feel like the space that I'm talking about is, like, it's sort of different from that. It's, like, there's space where, like, you could come socialize, yes, also create work. Yeah. But there's a space that's, like, for you. It's, like, you could yeah. just come, just let out ideas. Yeah. Without just, like, you know, just feel like anybody is just, like, you know, watching you, just, like, critiquing just your work or whatnot. Yeah. You just want to come, just express, you know, try out things. And then, you know, if it don't work out, it don't work out. It stayed in your space. Like, it's right there. It don't yeah. leave. You know what I mean? So it's like, because I feel like, you know, Instagram obviously doesn't, like, do enough for creative to, like, you know, express himself. It's like, for us, it's like, you know, if you put out one image, you know, you may not get enough abstraction as, like, if you put out 10 images, but it might be all from the same shoe, and I find that to be repetitive. It's like, oh, why, yeah. why am I putting, like, 10 photos of the same shoe? Yeah. yeah. Here's a great one. This is the one that got published. I appreciate that one as much as you can. They're like, yeah. nah. It's like, not enough, buddy. Yeah, I'm not putting I, all that I'm not, seeing, I'm not seeing all the detail. Like, yeah. <laughs> what all the poses you got? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was all the other stuff? Right. Yeah. Um, Where's the rest of the drive at? Exactly. So, you know, I don't know, man. I, I like my work a lot, so I feel like I've not, I've not gotten to the stage where, like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I feel like I'm eventually going to get there where I might be able to, like, sell my work, but right now, I don't really want to sell my work. I'm like, what do you mean I'm sell your work? Attached, what does like, that mean? By selling, I mean, it's like, you know, 
Uh, one example could just be like me putting like a, you know, like a sales section on my website or something like that. Or just, you know, oh. having a gallery show where the work is actually being sold. Oh, okay. Um, like like artistic prints. Right, right, thing. right. For me, I don't know. It might, I don't know. For other artists, so it might just be a great idea. Yeah. But for me, it's just like I want to do a gallery show where maybe it's like it goes hand in hand with like a book publishing. Yeah. So it's like if you really did like the show, like here's the book, you know, here's some more work in it. You know, take that. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, like a, like a Tashin, like a Rizzoli situation. Yeah, yeah. I really want that to be like my first show, like if it's going to be like my first solo show. Yeah. I don't want it to be just like, oh, just come look at some work because I'm not going to sell you the big prints. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you got coming up soon? What you got coming up now? Uh, right now, um, uh, it's, it's early. It's early. I feel like these the next two weeks I don't really have anything going on. <laughs> Which is, I mean, for photographers it is. By anything I mean is like I don't have like a physical shoot, but I'm always. Mommy's like, got bandwidth, editing. everybody. Like y'all can hit him up for, for a shoot. No, that don't mean I'm. <laughs> no, like, don't. That don't mean like you know. I'm happy sometimes to get like two, three weeks to just like not be able to do anything, because like you know I just want to like be free sometimes. Just, yeah, like, I hear that. Be able to wanna do what I want to do. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like for the next two, three weeks I don't have much to do. I feel like the end of the. The end of November and uh, or December is gonna be crazy. Um, I have um, I have a few shoots. I'm gonna be you know going to like at least three different states, which I'm like you know excited about. Awesome, cool. Who are your favorite photographers right now? Who are you looking at like as uh, I know I know you have mentors, uh, but right. who who is inspiring you right now? Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I feel like if you have noticed, like, I don't try, like... Or what are you looking at that's bringing you inspiration? How about that? Right. I don't... Yeah. For me, it's like, yes, you can get inspired from, like, other artists to work and stuff like that, but I'm not looking forward to that. Like, I don't I don't try to be on social media as much. Yeah, I, I, get, I, yeah, I get, like, kind of get tight about that stuff, I too. be at home, like, try to be more in my mind, in my, like, in my world, just, like, thinking yeah. about the things that I, like, have going on. And just essentially just want to better that and evolve that in like different ways so it's like by looking at other people's work you're just trying to copy which you know i'm not really i'm just i don't know i just want to stay in my way and just really trying to figure out like where it's going yeah i see where it's going and like i was saying earlier like you know like every artist feel like they're constrained like you know they're not be like they're not able to do this and this thing yeah but that's also because it's like you know I, sometimes you just got to follow your your career path you know it's like yeah. don't try to like jump the gun it's like oh just because you're getting a few shoots now don't mean like you could pay the bills for like you know for your own studio to be able yeah. to like, do all the stuff that you want so it's like you know it's just gotta like slowly just i don't know build towards that so yeah. can um, i ask like you you send home you send money home to your family yeah you do yes I, i've heard i've heard that you do yes. can you talk a little bit about that uh because so <laughs> well, well i mean i don't i I'm bringing it up because within my family, when my parents came here from the Philippines, mm -hmm. and my they had real big families. My mom was like the youngest, no, the oldest of ten. Okay. But I was like the youngest of nine or something. Um, it's it's funny because like I don't even know all the all the siblings that he had on his on his side before he passed. It's like I you know like but they came here and they sent money home. They sent almost all of their income home. To okay. support their family, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And I, I know that's like a big part of the experience for a lot of like immigrants. Like, what do you? What is your? Uh, what is your obligation that you feel for that give back to your family? Uh, 
Uh, for me, it's like I tr like I, I do send money, but I feel like I don't do as much as I do when I'm here compared to when I'm there. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yes, I don't go often, and it's like, yeah, like um, I try not to send money like as much to my dad because obviously, like, he has his own thing going on. Yeah. And he's the man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just try to send money most of the time to like my um, my mom, who you know. She's not really working. She's just like more of like a, you know, she's taking care of the house. And we have, I have a lot of siblings actually. Like, uh, how many siblings? Uh, I don't want to get into like the intricacy, so I'm gonna like go fast here. So, no, it's okay. You know, yeah, I'm not overthinking it. So uh, I have a stepmom here also, and she uh, has a daughter. But my mom, she has a. Uh, I think she has six kids, including me, seven. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, in total, we're like, you know, we're, we're close to 10. Big you know? family, it's, yeah. It's pretty big. Um, so, essentially, like, you know, and me being the oldest is like, you know, the Oh, old, and you're the oldest. Yeah, and they're oh, all looking yeah. at me, and it's like, and. You gotta um, be the one. Yeah, two, three years ago, like, my dad was yeah. able to, like, work on their, like, paperwork and all that. Yeah. So, you know, all f like five of them and, came. And you're and you're Googleable. <laughs> yeah, and like five of them came, and you know, and they're like, "Oh, you're the one here." Like, like this you're is killing our big brother. it. You know, these like, amazing take things. Us out. Yeah. So you know, take we go on like yeah. pull on like bullying, doing all these like fun stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, it's really expensive. Like with seven kids, yeah. five kids, it's like yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money. Yo, it, it, yo, it's so funny because like this industry, like there there can be a perception of uh, yo, you're killing it right now. Yeah. But also. So at probably, possibly, probably, you're not making as much as like a doctor, right? Like right. it's like you're you're making like a, a really good wage, you know? Mm -hmm. And but there is like this weird celebrity expectation within our industry of being a thing when you're probably just doing just fine. I don't say like a really good wage. I mean, the wage is okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it's like, that's what that thing, you know what I mean? That thing is like, oh, like, come yeah. on, man. You you doing all of this. You magazine. Come yeah. on, man. I, like, if I type your name, I could see your photos. <laughs> you got to give me some yeah. money. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And it's like, you know, you got all these, like, that's uncles, thing. aunties, and all that stuff. So whenever you go over there, like, if I spend one month over there, I feel like I've been there for, like, three months. It's like, after a week, after a week or two, it's like, oh, my God, like, yeah. Yes. Like I've done ma the main part, but now it's like ah, you don't have no money to like be able to like really enjoy yourself and just yeah, do, maybe have some fun over there. Yeah. So it's like whenever I go, like I try to create some work as much as I can. Like although I might look like a tourist in my own home, but it's like oh, that's interesting. Being yeah, because it's like home. yeah, because a lot of time I felt like um, like like okay, this is the this is the funny thing. So it's like right now in Guinea, it's like mm, it's not. It's like, yes, they know about cameras, like physical cameras that you can, like, you know, work out and, yeah. like, like take pictures or whatever and the changeable lenses and stuff like that. Yeah. But, like, they'd rather, like, you know, pay somebody to take some pictures on an iPhone because that's, like, that's kind of, like, the thing. Like, if you don't have no iPhone, like, uh, you know what I mean? Nobody really... 
Bueno, really? Yeah, like oh. don't take don't take my photo, nothing like that. Oh, that's just do that's, have that's iPhone, a cultural it's like, thing. Yeah, it's like if you do have an iPhone, oh, like take my picture, like everywhere you go, like take my picture, you know. And you will go out with somebody. They would like if you don't want to take a picture, or if you don't have an iPhone, they will pay somebody like like oh like here's like five thousand, like you know take my picture. Get Not like five thousand. So you like, can you, know, you can have an iPhone out in Guinea, and then you're you can yeah. Be there's iPhone there's iPhone photographers, man. And I mean it's not like professional, but it's like they just want iPhone quality photos, you know. Yeah. Wherever they go out, like they literally just go to places where they know they're gonna find some people. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's good, but also there's a lot of kids out there who also just want to get an iPhone just because you know it's cool or like they could like they find it to be like a like a side job or something like that. I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. Um. But yeah, it's like like actual cameras is not so much welcome. So it's like I would go like you know I pull out my iPhone, take some pictures, cool. Like nobody mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as you pull out the actual camera, we're like no 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 no, we don't do that here. I'm like, what do you mean you don't do that here? Like everybody's taking pictures on the iPhone. They're like, yeah, that's an iPhone. I'm like, what's the difference? Ain't that worse? Because yeah. that's gonna go everywhere. <laughs> like, my work is Isn't not gonna go everywhere. Worse? They're like, yeah. nah, not no photos on the camera, no wow. professional. I'm well, like, whoa. Well, okay. Well, so, but it's a, it's, it's a desire. Most really, is it a desire to not have like have your face out there, or is it because there's a, an odd status difference between, um, like a like a uh, a professional grade camera versus an iPhone? Uh, I think the only like the the thing is is the fact that um, uh, how do I say um, people don't know what you're actually doing it for. Like when it's an iPhone, oh, okay, it's like oh yeah. cool. It's like it's harmless. It's innocent. Yeah. I'm just taking some pictures because everybody oh. got one. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you pull out the camera, it's like big know, deal. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. like yeah. Like are you a professional? Oh news. Yeah. What are you taking photos for? Like don't put me in it. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's like yeah. So like like even um. So I left back home just like two and a half months ago. Um. Well yeah, almost two months ago. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. I really wanted to get some like like market pictures. By market pictures, I mean like like people actually being in the market. Mm -hmm. You know, like the market is sort of different out there. Like the way like it is here. Yeah. Here is like grocery shopping is like oh go to the supermarket with your little basket. You know, little bag. You know, put your things in there. Yeah. Check out. Cool. You're good to go. But in the market over there, it's like you can spend 30 minutes looking for the thing that you want. Cause you no, know, the lady that actually sells, you might be like down deep like. <laughs> All the yeah, way she might going. be in the cut like all it's the way. Like, out. Yeah. yeah, so it's like you gotta actually go to a market where like there's no like actual entrance. It might be like I don't know, it might be like seven different entrances to yes. the actual center of the place. Yes. So it's like you enter here, you just walk around wondering for the things that you want. Yeah. And then until so you find what you want, and then like, you know. But so my plan with that is like like if I go during the day, I'm just gonna get too many eyes on me. Like it doesn't matter whether you're from there or not, even if you dress culturally or not. Yeah. It's gonna be like, yeah, you might be culturally, but you working for the news or what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like yeah. nobody really trusts you when you it's might like, be the ops out here. Yeah. And it's like even if you wanna one or two person is like cool but it's like until you tell the person like the like the like what you're doing with the photos and all of that yeah and especially if you tell them like oh i'm just taking pictures because i'm a photographer they're gonna be like ah, ah nah not doing it yeah nah 
because I don't know where that's going. But uh, so I just, this time when I went, I tried to go to the market like super early in the morning, like at 6 a.m., like right after like the early prayers. So I got out, walked around a little bit. Like I was there like before the first few people like who yeah. come to the market. Like, so you had there. to sneak the whole thing? Yeah, literally like I walked around for like an hour or two just like finding like when the people are coming, just a little sneak peek or whatnot. Um, I don't know, those are little ways to just like, you know, get pictures. Like, I feel like I have maybe that little bit of humiliation because I'm back home, but if I was like somewhere else, I would probably be like, oh man, these people don't know me, they don't care about me. I'm gonna take all the pictures I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that, that can also get you in trouble because sometimes, like, you really just gotta, like, you know, you gotta find the right moment and just, you know. And yeah. most of the time, is I try not to be in, like, people's faces, you know. Yeah. So. Have um, you always been. A voyeur, a voyeur. Um, I I I don't know if I could say like yeah. I don't think I'm that per se. Yeah. But I feel like I'm. Or you, like, or you you enjoy confrontation within within your photography. Do you get what I'm saying? Because uh, a lot of your photography is like you're capturing like de- like eye like dead ass like their eyes. Right. For right? me, okay. For me, I feel like when I'm in the studio, I try to keep it natural and I know natural sounds like broad but natural just mean it's like it's like once you do too much like um like how do you how do you call it like research on the person yeah like you're not necessarily gonna idolize that person but you're just gonna put them in a different pedestal yeah and then you're just gonna like you know yes. you're just gonna feel yourself being limited maybe not trying things or whatnot right so for me it's like i do the bare minimum yes bare minimum may not mean i don't know anything it's like if especially if i already know something about you allow the, the moment to happen exactly yes um so i would just go you know keep the my first interaction with the person like before the shoot very short yeah so most of my interaction is during the shoot yes so and i don't know just try to keep it flow like just you know time yourself right like if i have an hour i might do two sets you know even even though one set might be or just one image it might be the one that gets out but it's like you know i want to push myself sometimes like in the hour it's like can i do three sets can i like move from this to that to this to that because it's like you don't know how many times you're gonna have the opportunity or the luxury to like like photograph these people again and your first time might be what entails if you're gonna photograph them again yeah so it's like for most of the time it's like if i photograph someone i would like i really want to make sure i get them like although like i said i'm constrained in just being in the studio on like the background and whatnot right but it's like i just want to be able to like just really utilize that time as much as i can yeah because like when i go back home you know i have more than just like oh one you know background so like you know of images to go through you know it's like maybe i have like three different sets it was like, you know, it has a little more variation. It feels like, you know, you know, it wasn't just like, you know, repeatedly just photographing the same thing, you know? What yeah, I mean? for sure. Um, so uh, we're, we're winding down. It's been a great conversation, man. I'm so glad to meet you today. Like, uh, last question, like, who who would you want to shoot that you haven't shot yet? Uh, you did ask me earlier, like, uh, who were the top two people that was really interesting that I photographed? And I did say Spike, Spike Lee. Spike. The second person would be um, 
uh, what's his name, John Legend. I think. Um, okay. I thought he was also one of my very earlier shoots. Okay. Um, and I thought he was really interesting. You know, he was like, I don't know, he was calm, like he was letting me work, like he was actually intrigued and asking questions about like you know the shoots that I was doing. Yeah. There's a lot of people, you know. There's like, um, I don't know, even Tom Hanks earlier that I just photographed not too long ago. Like he was really interesting. Like I thought. That shoe was really dope. Oh, you shot Tom Hanks? Yes. For, um, for what? The New York Times. Oh, work. Um, uh, there's a lot of work out there that I felt like, you know, sometimes that's how social, that, like I was saying earlier, that's how social media work. And so you, like, repeatedly post the same photo. How was time. Tom Hanks? Like, I did this, I did this, I did this. Then I got to remember. Yeah. How, um, how was Tom Hanks? He was, he was really dope. Like, um, I felt like, you know, he was watching my work and he's just like, oh, like, oh, I've never seen this before. Like, I've been photographed, but, like, no one really do this thing or that Especially for him. Yeah, and I was also for I don't I don't do it all the time, but I try to get like my subject involved in the work that I'm doing. So it's yes. like, you know, maybe I might give him a light or something. I'm like, oh psh, hold that. You know? Yeah. Do this with it or do that with it. You know what I mean? That, like I want them to be able to like interact as much as I can. Like I want them to have fun and also, yes, I'm working, but for me it's like the fun is like when I'm looking at the work like yeah. work later. Have a good experience. Exactly. But like once they have a good experience, like they really enjoy it. Sometimes it's like you know, I try not to pay too much attention to the work when I'm taking it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I did this pose, boom, 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 five photos. All right, cool, let's move on. Because if you really look too much at it, like, let's just say you spend, like, two minutes just looking at the photo. Yeah. You know, you're looking at the little intricate small details, like, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Yeah. Now the subject is, subject is looking at you like, oh, what's wrong with that photo? What was I doing? You know, <laughs> what is going on? So it's like, now it's like, there's that, like, misbalance of, like, yeah. they don't know what you're getting and you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, So it's yeah. like, ah, uh, it's and not going well. There you go, yeah. <laughs> Editorial. Right. That's so just, I don't know, just keep it interesting. Just, you know, make them you know, keep moving or something. I love that. Yo, Mamadi, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would love for you to tell the listeners how to find you, how to find your work. Right. I'm sure if they're listening, they're probably already a fan. Right. Uh, I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, um, I'm not bragging, but, you know, if you type my name up, I might be the current president of Guinea. Um, but it's the same exact name, Mamadi Dumbuya. Uh, most of my work is like Mamadi Visuals. Uh, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, just anything, you know. So, yeah, Mamadi Visuals. Awesome. Mamadi, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Really appreciate it. That was a great conversation with Mamadi. I've been a huge admirer of his for a minute now, and it was great to get him in the room. And also thank you to the listener for checking us out. You can find the First Generation Burden podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast content. Please rate us and drop a review. It helps the algorithm. Go to firstgenburden.com for all the episodes on Instagram. We're at firstgenburden, one word. And you can find me, your host, at rich underscore tu on most social media platforms. Thanks to Timothy Simonson for production. Shout out to Gym Class Heroes. Thanks to the Des Gin team for their support. Thank you to Eugenia Mello, who illustrated our cover art this season, and also thanks to you, the listener, we drop on Mondays, and also a new episode next week. Make sure you check that one out. Be safe, everyone. Bye.